This is it. This is the first episode of the RVC and Me podcast. Woo! And uh, yeah, Casey, what, what what is this podcast about? Oh boy, what is this podcast not about? Well, <laughs> today we're just going to give you guys an introduction of who we are. Um, but we hope to eventually be able to ask you guys questions um, that you have about Rock Valley College or college in general. Um, talk about some of the college scaries that students have, um, some like online rumors. We're basically here just to provide you guys with some information that would be helpful to help you survive college and get started at Rock Valley. Awesome. And I know one of the first questions we get is, who is this admissions team? So let's start with that. All right. Well, my name is Joe Wolford. Uh, we are all coordinators of new student enrollment here at Rock Valley College. Uh, I went to college at the Illinois Institute of Art at Schaumburg, where I got my bachelor's degree. And the way I describe this job is, uh, to me, it's just it means being the the first contact with a new student to help. Uh, you know, break down those barriers of entry to college to help uh, help them feel confident in their journey. All right. Well, I am Casey Hauser. Um, I work alongside Joe. I went to Rock Valley College for a couple of semesters, and then I transferred to Illinois State University. Um, I stayed there forever. I got my bachelor's and my master's from there. Um, I would describe the job that we currently do as like a, like a bridge. We're the rainbow bridge to college. Um, so we help students who are in high school or someone who wants to go back to school with a career change, um, like I said, help with all the college scaries, make sure all their questions are answered, and then make sure they're on the right path. So we are the rainbow bridge to college. <laughs> I want that shirt. <laughs> and my name is Claudia Consuelos, and my college experience started off at Rock Valley, um, after high school, I came here and I was able to earn both the Associates of Arts and Science. Um, and I just took AP exams, the, um, the CLEP exam. So that really helped out. Um, after Rock Valley, I was able to transfer to Illinois State University. And I was there with Casey. However, we did not meet until we started working at Rock Valley together. Um, where Anyway, so at ISU, I earned my Bachelor's of Science in Sociology, and then I also got my pre-meds out of the way. Um, and this job, to me, is just very purposeful. So I was a first-generation student, so I was very clueless about college. <laughs> so many questions, um, so many questions I didn't know I should have asked. And so to be that person now, um, I get to answer all of your questions we get to provide you answers that you may not know you needed. <laughs> um, and, you know, as Casey described it, a rainbow bridge um, to help you get to your goals is so purposeful to me. Awesome. And hi, everybody. My name is Stephanie Blank. Um, I'm also coordinator of New Student Enrollment. And my experience with Rock Valley had actually started when I was in high school. Uh, when I was still at Harlem, I took some dual credit classes. And then from there, I did my first year at Rock Valley, where I was able to get some of my general education courses completed. And then I ended up transferring to Loyola University, Chicago. That is where I had gotten my degree, uh, my bachelor's degree, specifically in psychology with an emphasis in neuroscience. Um, so I had kind of started with focusing more on science, but inevitably, my goal is always to help others. And looking back on my college experience, 
um, I, I kind of saw some things that I feel like were good choices and some were maybe not the best choices. And that's kind of how I view my role here as an enrollment coordinator, where I'm able to kind of share some of my own personal experience also with just making sure that students have a good understanding for some of the next steps. Because when you're starting college, there are so many different components that you have to bring into play in terms of finances and where do I go from here and which classes are best to take. And so I really like having an opportunity to break that down um, bit by bit for each individual student. Absolutely. And altogether, we are we're a dream team here. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. The Rainbow Bridge dream, dream Team. team. So <laughs> if you didn't know where you were going, we we're going to take you there. And uh, then I do want to point out one thing that some some um, of our audience may realize that Stephanie is um, sounds a little bit different than all of us. Um, but that is because we are able to connect all of us, whether it's working from home or on campus. Um, so we provide all the resources, whether you want to meet with us in person or virtually. Exactly. Yeah. So if you didn't know, COVID-19 is a thing. <laughs> so <laughs> we are trying to go by the protocols and be socially distanced. So it's awesome because we are all set up six feet apart wearing masks and Stephanie's able to come on in from her house um, so we're really excited to all be together in this little podcast world. So Definitely. And, and I, I'm glad you mentioned that because I am so fortunate that I'm able to work remotely at this time. And I have relied heavily on Zoom. So if you're not familiar with Zoom or if you're unsure about how to use that, it's a pretty quick and easy process. Um, but we all have become masters in the Zoom world at this point. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. So kind of going off of this COVID-19, I know a lot of students have had questions um, regarding if it's online classes, kind of our current learning environment, what that means for their educational experiences. Um, so right now it's kind of a weird limbo time. We're in the middle of a current semester, but we're also prepping for students who want to start in the spring. Um, so let's all kind of take a little bit of time to talk about like our experience with either learning virtually or how like your previous educational experience have helped you now. Go ahead, Joe. Right. Under the bus. Boom. Immediately. <laughs> <laughs> um, so out of uh, everyone here, my college experience didn't actually start in Illinois. I, I'm from Michigan originally, and I went to a community college there, Kellogg Community College, which, as everybody has said before, that makes them think of cereal. That's because, yes, it is based <laughs> out of their main campus is in Battle Creek, Illinois. Battle Creek, Michigan. Uh-oh. Now I'm forgetting where I'm from. Is there a Battle Creek, Illinois? Maybe. I don't. I think Joe there's just likes Illinois. Well, I think a, so. Well, I think we converted a, him. There's a Rockford, Michigan. So, I knew, yeah. So, yeah. yep, it's happened. But in Battle Creek, Michigan, the Kellogg factory is there. That's where the cereal was started. Um, but I got a certificate there. I went to a four-year college, uh, Western Michigan University, and it wasn't really – it didn't feel like the right fit for me because I was. I went from this small town, like I'm a small town country boy, like in a class of 52 students, to a community college, to now having like hundreds of students in an auditorium with me. And – feeling really like isolated in that. Um, I came out of the experience making some great friends, but um, it, overall it just wasn't the experience I was expecting or that really worked for me. So I transferred down to the Illinois Institute of Art at Schaumburg and went to film school. And that's where I got my bachelor's degree in digital filmmaking. And I 
after graduating, I did some video work, like filming weddings for a while. So I got like some demo reels of that stuff. And then um, realized that I, you know, I really wasn't sure where I wanted to go with my job or career with that because it wasn't as consistent as I wanted. And after working at Oakton Community College, uh, I realized that was like, that's where I want to be. I want to be in higher education. I want to help students like get started. Like I love being around an educational environment. And then I got the job here at RVC and never really expected to put my film school tech like experience to use. But then as COVID happened, there was the accidental blessing. And uh, we started making like videos to post about all of us, like about me videos. I was uh, editing all of our stuff. We did like our getting started situations in video format too. And I edited those all together and uploaded them. And then I, I host our Zoom sessions when we do our webinars. So getting to getting to all of a sudden become our resident tech guy has been uh, been an unexpected pleasantry. And you forgot the biggest one. You're sitting in front of a whole thing of buttons. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also running all of our buttons here too. No one wants to touch that thing. <laughs> and you're going to edit all these podcasts. Exactly. So. Yeah. See, there so might be a couple of bloopers just because I don't know. Oh, I, you I never am. Absolutely. Right. We're really comfortable with one another. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the audience is ready for that. <laughs> Casey, your turn. All right. Uh, online. So um, I actually teach here at the college. Um, I teach Student 100. This was my first semester teaching, so it was a little bit different um, learning how to do it online. Um, but I, I actually love it. Um, I took a ton of classes online as a student because I worked a ton during undergrad and graduate school. Um, so I was very used to the online layout, um, which I think helped me be able to run an online course. Um I am a big recommendation person for online courses if you are very OCD and organized. Um, I think it's important when you get to college to know your own strengths and weaknesses and your own time management skills. Um, And even though a majority of our classes are online currently, um, there are still options with online. And we'll talk about those more in a later episode, kind of the difference between synchronous and asynchronous um, to make every student successful. So I love online classes. I'm a homebody. I like to be by myself. So <laughs> this online except when you're with us, except when I'm here. But this online environment has really brought out the loner within me. <laughs> Go ahead, Claudia. Thank you, Casey. Um, so my online experiences, I didn't really have much. Um, I was kind of the different, uh, kind of the the flip side of Casey, um, where I am organized, <laughs> but I know my, my, um, my weakness in college was that I tended to procrastinate sometimes. Um, so online classes was something that I just never really thought about. Um, and I didn't have to think about as much. And I really like that in person, um, you know, seeing the professor. So that is why I never really had to take an online class. Um, one time I accidentally took an, a hybrid class. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so um, I, I always tell students now, you know, before you register, you have to talk with an advisor. You have to talk to one of us. We're going to make sure you're, you're in the right classes. Um, and that's a lot of that is because I was that student <laughs> that did not know <laughs> better sometimes. So I, I tried, I was, you know, I have the sense of, having to be independent. I, I started college with not wanting to ask for help, not knowing how to ask for help, 
which is something that you really should, you know, break apart. You should always ask for help. Um, help is here. We're here to help you. That's my favorite thing to do, helping students. So <laughs> um, don't, don't be shy. But I was. So one time I um, have a lot of these stories, but one time I... I registered to a class, and it was hybrid. It was English 103, so that's a class that um, most of our students have to take. This is Composition 2. And um, so it was hybrid where you met twice a week, and then the – sorry, you met once a week, and then the other one day slash two days, actually, um, you're doing work online. Um, so I, I like that experience because it was different, um, but I do – Agree with Casey 100%. You do have to be a little bit more organized. Um, you know, professors tend to remind you in person about upcoming um, assignments, some due dates, exams. Um, so you have to make sure you're really organized when you're taking those online classes or those hybrid classes. Um, so that was my experience with online hybrid. Um, now that, you know, we're helping students navigate those because of COVID, um, we're here to try to break those those scaries as Casey calls them um because you know college is college is scary I I was scared to start college (laughs) um but but it's fun and it's good and it's you know it's going to help you get to your goals and um we're here to make that experience so much better um, one of the biggest things we did this this semester that we've never done before was those webinars where we even helped you navigate um, your Eagle support services, your um, online services, and help you get um, get good habits while taking those online classes. So um, now that we're on the other end, we already we already finished college. Um, but we want to make sure that you're going to get there, too. <laughs> Does anybody else hear birds? I heard, I heard something. I heard something. I was like, oh, wait, RV, Stephanie, is that outside? you? <laughs> <laughs> we weren't supposed to have a guest yet. That's next week. <laughs> Sorry, Stephanie, please tell us about how you feel about online classes and learning. <laughs> you're good. Um, so, with online classes, I remember when I first started my undergraduate degree, I was pretty like intimidated by the concept. Um, and, and like Claudia, I was also a first-generation college graduate. And I don't know what it is about us, but I was the same way where I didn't want to ask questions and I didn't want to reach out. Um, I was just going to do everything on my own. And so I was trying to balance going to school full-time in Chicago, and then I would drive back to Rockford every weekend and work doubles on Saturday and doubles on Sunday as a server. And I did that for a few years. And of course, having to make sure that I was up in time to get to class and balancing everything, um, you know, would be occasionally more of a struggle some weeks than others. And it got to the point where when I started to have like a little more interest in doing online classes and had an opportunity to take online classes, just cutting out that additional, just even the transportation component, which I know is more of a big deal in Chicago than here. (laughs) It's a little easier to... Um, you know, drive from one place to the next here in Rockford. But uh, my experience with the online classes was, you know, with cutting out that that transportation aspect, with cutting out, you know, having to kind of coordinate all the other things going on. It was like I could literally pull up the class when I could put it in my schedule and it fit a little bit better for me. Um, That was a component that I really liked because, 
you know, sometimes I feel like I think best in the evenings. Like I've been through my day and maybe it's five, six, seven o'clock at night. And I want to go ahead and just pull up my laptop and start getting some work done. I can. And then at the same time, if I'm feeling a little bit ambitious and I want to start, you know, seeing to work ahead, I can do that also. Um, but this is also coming from a person who is very list oriented. <laughs> so <laughs> I've always, always been very much, I've got my list next to me. I've got my notes. I know like the next details that I want to do. And, and I think that is maybe me being more of an A-type. So I think if you feel like you're more of an A-type person, that's where it's going to be um, probably a little bit easier to transition into the online format. But overall, I mean, the, from my perspective of going to school online, a lot of it just stems from time commitment, which is the same as if you're on campus. It's just that if you have a class on campus, it's technically forcing you to be there. But, um, you know, with the online classes, we have some of which do have a certain time that you have to log in. So maybe that would be a better fit for certain individuals versus where there's going to be certain classes where you don't have that set time. And again, when you don't have that set time, that's really beneficial for someone like myself who you know, was working simultaneously and now I have a son and trying to balance out, you know, getting all of these things done that are requirements of you throughout the day, being able to say, okay, I still have, you know, this particular time and this opportunity to go to class um, and learn what I need to learn and kind of not necessarily just at your own pace, but giving you, I feel, a little bit more time to look into the information. That's where I think online classes become almost a little bit more beneficial because, you continuously have that access right at your fingertips. I thought you brought up a good point too um, about how you're more focused in the evening. Um, Mm -hmm. I always, when students come into my office and they're like, I am going to take a 7.30 (laughs) a.m. math class. And I like always look at them and I'm like, are you though? Because I do not want to see you coming into my office or calling me and being like, Casey, I never show up. <laughs> yeah. I'm so behind. And I was like, it, so it's important. I mean, some people, God bless your souls if you are up and at them at 730 in the, in the morning to do math. I was one of those people. I was like, oh, I hate you. Put me in the morning class, oh. immediately get, get it done and over with so I have the rest of my day. Yeah. And See, I, I was, I guess I was that way, but I'm definitely not more <laughs> active and I don't. I'm not more active no, any I, time of day. <laughs> I'm <laughs> pretty active around noon. That's that's another I, yeah. story. Like I wish someone would have told me that as you t- as we tell our students because I thought okay, well in high school I started at eight, mm-hmm. yeah, so I can do seven thirty, and right. again took some unfortunate actions of doing some things by myself, uh, making decisions without inputs or help. And I took a 7.30 speech class. Now, I, you know, my, my background, I'm a very, you know, active. I participate in class. Uh, so that was great. But you, you walk in and not everybody might be the same like you. So <laughs> taking a 7.30 was, was definitely a little bit rough. Um, it, you know, speech is one of those dreaded classes. I actually don't mind public speaking. Um, and I had um, Professor Raw, so um, wonderful professor, made, you know, made it, made a 7.30 a.m. class feel like a delight. Um, but, but I learned that in college, you have the freedom of choosing when to start. So then after my first semester, I Never again. I decided not to do that again. And 
it was a great class, um, but 7.30 was just not for me. <laughs> yes. So I think, yeah, that's a really good point to know when you're the most ready to go. I think the whole the idea of getting to actually pick your time slots was really foreign to me. And I didn't expect Absolutely. that either. Because, mm-hmm. like, I, when I was in college, I was just given a schedule. It's like, here you go. I think maybe I picked some times oh, at wow. the community college. But when I was at the Art Institute, we'd go to registration. Our person would just, like, go on the computer. We're like, here you go. Here's your next schedule. And, if, like, you got in there sooner, you got the better times. And they would just start with the e- better times. Mm-hmm. And then just go down the list. So, oh. like, and it was just given to you. So I'm like, all right, I guess I'll make this work. <laughs> I just remember staring at the computer, like, mouth gaping open, <laughs> looking at all these times. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're telling me this teacher teaches the same class six times? And I just get to pick which one I want to be in? It's just so many more choices yeah. than so many people are used to, which is amazing because you get to mm-hmm. personalize it to you. And I think well, especially starting out too. Like oh, that's yeah. that's a good thing to like point out in terms mm-hmm. of if somebody is new to college or they're starting with like their prerequisite courses, like if your English one oh one that pretty much, you know, everybody has to take, there's usually a lot of options and then as time goes on and it starts to get more specific, then that's where, you know, you might get stuck with that earlier class. But for the most mm-hmm. part when you're transitioning in, it's definitely nice to be able to know that yeah, it's not like high school where you have to get up at 6 a.m. every day (laughs) (laughs) yes so I know we've talked about kind of a lot of things and I hope that everyone kind of got a chance to know a little bit about all of us Um, but we don't want to go too much into detail in this first episode Um, I know next week we're going to be going through the admissions process with you all talking about like placement filling out the application Um, so to conclude Let's all tell our most embarrassing college story. I will begin. (laughs) This happened a month ago as an employee. Um, So if you're new to Rock Valley College or if you've been here a while, you know that we have a wonderful new president, Dr. Spearman. It was his first day, so I knew he'd be making his rounds, saying hi. So I wanted to make sure I looked on my A-game, all professional. Got up extra early, put my favorite pants on, like I was ready to go. I get to campus, I'm enjoying my coffee, everything's good. I go to the bathroom, and I, like, looked in the mirror at my back, and I noticed I had a huge rip in the back of my (laughs) pants, and I forgot to mention that on my way to the bathroom, I walked by Dr. Howard Spearman, as well as the new VP of Student Services, Dr. Pyre, so I walked right by them with my butt out apparently and I had no idea and it was just awful it was so awful and there were students in around and it was I just I had to go all the way home and I live like 45 minutes from campus every time I see Dr. Spearman I just think about this moment and just turn really red and sweaty and you coming over to my office like so I'm heading home because I ripped my pants (laughs) oh (laughs) And then everyone started singing the Spongebob song. <laughs> Wouldn't be glad <laughs> just to put, put him down. down. Casey with a fool who went and ripped his pants. <laughs> Side note, we're all Spongebob fans here. <laughs> so if you ever rip your pants in college, let me tell you, you're not the first. <laughs> So I'll I'll do mine because mine is 
similarly involves pants. Um, <laughs> I love it. And, uh, everybody needs pants. Every, everybody needs pants. Um, and when I was still at Western Michigan, uh, during the winter time, uh, I was like, you know, I don't like being cold. But also by the time I get to campus, because that will get to class, because that campus is all hills. I am just sweating profusely. So I would wear a pair of basketball shorts underneath my jeans. Because I was like, all right, I'm going to get to class. Not like sweatpants, Mm-mm. like jeans. 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 So you I'd were kind of like skinny pants. Did you always wear skinny pants? No. Okay. Oh, okay. I, just, I was like, yeah. how did that fit in that no, pant leg? Yeah, my, <laughs> Nina helped me get like pants that fit better. This is at the time where I was like, I don't think these fit. And I the pre-girlfriend wear, stage. Yeah, and I thought I had to wear bigger pants. <laughs> Dressing like a fool. <laughs> just kidding. No, it's accurate. Piece um, of advice: Always listen to your girlfriend yep. <laughs> or boyfriend <laughs> or boyfriend, no yeah, significant other, anybody. Um, so I was, I get to class this one day. It was for I my. That was the. No. Nope. <laughs> 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 yeah, I just wore shorts under it. <laughs> and Casey's over here. What a weirdo, right? Oh wait, wait. Ah, oh wait, no. There we go. Um, so I get to class. It was an Asian literature class. And the instructor would stand in the middle of the room, and we were in, like, a square of our, like, tables around him. So I got there, and I was like, oh, man, you know what? I'm not – I was like, I think I can deal with just keeping the jeans on. And I was like, I can't. It's getting too warm. Did you forget to put your shorts on? Not quite. So <laughs> I, he's talking, and I'm like, well, I can't just stand up and drop my pants <laughs> in class. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to sneakily just start to, like, undo and like slide them down while, like, looking at oh, him, gosh. too. And he turns and sees as I just, like, get them to, like, my knees and drop them. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, uh I, I'm, t- I'm taking my, my pants. He's like, but, but why? I was like, oh, I've got I've got shorts on underneath. I, I showed him. And he was just horrified. He's probably like, under jeans? Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah he's like, he just like kind of looked off like very just, I threw the biggest wrench into his class. And I was like, oh, I want to die. Kill me now. I had a teacher jump on the table and take his pants off during class. He had shorts on under too. No one was paying attention and he just did it. I love college professors, though. They're had, so great. Yeah, I had one who would just stand on desks, and that's how he would lecture sometimes. <laughs> Maybe that was the one that I had that took Maybe. his pants off. <laughs> All right, um, Stephanie, what's your story? I feel like the main one for me probably was one that happened repeatedly. <laughs> it was, it's I had my microbiology professor, and he was... German with a very thick German accent and I ended up recording his like (laughs) it was it was so funny because some of the some of the things he would say like if you're talking about biology he'd be it's like the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable like you're like wait what was that (laughs) so I would always record his lectures and then like play them back later so that I could make sure I had everything down so I sat in the front row and inevitably because I'm a person sometimes I would like sneeze or hiccup but it was oh, always gosh. with my hiccup How could you? and like <laughs> it was like I always had these little hiccups that would happen just but it would be like this one hiccup and I would just do one like and he would stop the class <laughs> and look at me and go Gesundheit. and I'd be like thank you and then thinking like that was the end of it and then it would happen in the next class and then like a week later and I was like everyone's gonna hate me because I have this weird hiccup how many and people were in your class uh we probably oh it was a because 
at that rate, it was probably like 30 people in the class. Oh, I think I would have turned around and been like, who was that? <laughs> or the, group, I was like, the class I, gets together and all of them say, Gazuta! I know, I know. It just, I was like, why? I mean, it wasn't the worst case scenario, but it did feel like it got to the point where it was at least once a week, the whole class was going to be looking at me. And I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry, I've got these weird hiccups that just happen sometimes. <laughs> it's, it's okay, Stephanie, because my mom also has like crazy hiccups. So like growing up, I just hear from like the other room, I'd be watching TV and you just hear my mom in the kitchen go like while she's cooking go. <laughs> and that was one of the first things I told Nina. I was like, okay, when you get to meet her, my mom's going to do a few things. She's going to say, Nina, come here. Let me look at you. She's also going to do that at some point. And, <laughs> um, and then she's going to describe the weather or her food with expl- explicit words. But <laughs> You're going to say explosive. Explosive. No. As, yeah. And sure enough, middle like middle dinner. I'm like, there it is. She's not is. joking. She's yep. fine. I told you. It's right there. All right, Claudia. <laughs> so just like Stephanie... I don't just have one. <laughs> I know, it's hard to pick. It's like, hard what's to pick. one that I want to talk about today? I don't think I have one that stands out, unfortunately. <laughs> um, either that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm not sure yet. Um, so, there, again, I was very that person that would participate. So, a, a lot of times I feel like people would look at me kind of weird um, because college, <laughs> in college, you sometimes um, can just sit there and not do anything. But silence to me is... Um, gets uncomfortable at times and I just need to say something, you know? Um, <laughs> and I should also state, um, cause this is, this is kind of a pattern. Um, I did go to a private high school, so there's a culture change. <laughs> and, um, so I was in the middle of, um, my organic chemistry lab. And, um, so this is, we, there's probably like 45 people in there. Um, they have big labs at ISU. So that's not weird. It's weird right now to say yeah. that. <laughs> um, Can't even imagine 40 people that I want right? to be around. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so the lab professor was um, was foreign, and she tended to look very serious. Um, so if people know me, I cannot be serious either. <laughs> but this isn't that bad. So she was, like, talking about the boiling points and all this, and then she was like, okay, so... I forgot exactly the concept of that class, um, of well, of that that day in particular, what topic we were supposed to cover. But she asks, um, she's like, so why do you, why is it best to add salt in your pasta when you're boiling? And you know, this was um, this was an early lab. I should also state that so people literally wake up, and you can tell that they just woke up 10, 10 minutes ago. Um, and no one was saying anything. So I, with all the confidence in the world, <laughs> raised my hands. And again, organic chemistry was not my favorite class. So I, I tried, I actually tried not to participate in that one because I sometimes felt like I shouldn't. <laughs> and this is why. <laughs> so I raised my hand and then she's like, she, like her, her um, face even lighted up because someone was, was saying something. And I was like, you add it so it tastes better, or else you're not going to have seasoning. And, and then you could just see the disappointment in her face. And, you know, um, I wasn't wrong, technically. <laughs> that, At least that's what my mom taught me. <laughs> so, I was, so she just looks at me like, yes, 
But that's not what I wanted you to say. <laughs> that's not the topic. Literally, it's on the board. And I this was is like, not a cooking class. We do not care how your pasta tastes. <laughs> so I just was quiet the rest of the the rest of the lab. <laughs> so why do we put salt in our water when we're making it's, pasta? It's it's too um. So it boils faster. So because you're you're temp, uh. It boils faster. Yeah, it boils it faster. Boils faster. <laughs> the pH levels? You're changing the temperature, the boiling point, basically. Uh, mm. Yeah, that's, bet you weren't I expecting guess. to learn that in this yeah. podcast. Buckle up, everybody. <laughs> I guess. Claire's <laughs> out of control. It's for the seasoning, guys. So add that salt. <laughs> yes, when you make spaghetti tonight, add your salt. Add your salt. Add the salt. Well, guys, I think. That is a wrap for our first RVC and Me podcast. Wait, I have a question. Yes. When can we hear these podcasts? So we're going to be posting these on Mondays. So you get to start your week with us. There's nothing better to do. Wait, where is where? Don't dare push the cricket. (laughs) (laughs) Well... All right, everybody. But yeah, thank you for joining us for this first episode. And we will RVC you next week. <laughs> 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 right, Have a good week. Have a good week, everybody. Have a good oh. week. <laughs> <laughs>